Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Morning Meditations. I'm your host, Nate Cook. Thanks for tuning in this morning. We've created these morning meditations to be five to ten minute segments that will just help us to think about what God might have for us in this new day. So thanks for tuning in, and I hope to see you again soon. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and welcome to your morning meditation for Tuesday, March the 12th. So this meditation, this scripture passage is one that if I were just choosing the passages, I might have left out. It's it's one that's a little bit hard to hear, but it's good for us sometimes to listen to the passages that are hard to hear. In your book there, your Linton devotional entitled, For God So Loved, uh, the full passage is from Second Peter verse, chapter 2, verses 4 through 21. But I'm going to start down in verse 12, and we're going to listen to a little of this really kind of harsh language and this uh, depiction of a people who have kind of lost their way. These people, however, are like irrational animals, mere creatures of instinct, Born to be caught and killed, they slandered what they do not understand. And when those creatures are destroyed, they also will be destroyed, suffering the penalty for doing wrong. They counted a pleasure to revel in the daytime. They are blots and blemishes, revealing their dissipation while they feast with you. They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. They entice unsteady souls. They have hearts trained in greed, accursed children. They have left the straight road and have gone astray, following the road of Balaam, son of Bazor, who loved the wages of doing wrong, but was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These are waterless springs and mist driven by a storm, for them, the deepest darkness have been, has been reserved, for they speak bombastic nonsense, and with licentious desires of the flesh, they entice people who have just escaped from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption, for people are slaves to whatever masters them. For if, after they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overpowered, the last state has become worse for them than the first. For it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than, after knowing it, turn back from the holy commandment that was passed on to them. Wow. So these are pretty heavy words, and these are words that describe a people who have turned in on themselves and are continually uh, committing all kinds of sins. And it's obvious that in this letter to the early church, uh, that there have been those who have led these people astray after these these uh, are, have been converts to the way of Christianity. And so now they've been kind of fooled and they've been led astray by these false teachers. And it, it 
describes a people who are continually doing wrong. So this is something we see in Scripture that in the beginning, God creates the man and the woman and, and all the plants and animals and the world that we live in. And God says, it's good, it's good, it's good. And when God gets to humanity and the sixth day, God says it is very good. But we see really quickly the story turns to where uh, the man and the woman that God have created, they disobey God, they rebel, they sin, um, they they live east of Eden, if you will. And then Scripture says there's kind of this like snowball of sin that happens until we get to Genesis 6 and the story of Noah. God actually, it actually says these words about God. The Lord saw that the wickedness of humankind was great in the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of their heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made humankind on the earth and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out from the earth the human beings I have created people together with animals and creeping things and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. That's out of Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 7. So some of these tough words and some of these things we see in Scripture uh, reveal to us a different side of the love of God. Think about this with me, if you will. If I am a parent who has a child who continually is thrown in jail for doing certain kinds of crimes, and every time I go in and I bail out the child, at first that may seem like love, but after a while what we realize is that that child is beginning uh, to think and to presume upon being bailed out, to to think, well, I can act however I want because mom and dad will bail me out. When sometimes the best thing for the child is to just sit in jail for a little bit and to think about the actions and the consequences of actions. So here it seems like we have some people who started out being Christians. They started out following in the way, and then they were duped by some false teachers into thinking that the way of Christianity, because of the grace of God, didn't require them to live in any specific way. It didn't have any expectations about the way they live. And here's the deal. We we serve a loving God. We serve a gracious God, but we also serve a holy God and a just God. And ultimately, Um, In that final picture of the kingdom of God that we're given in Revelation, uh, there won't be those who are idolaters and slanderers and and those who are adulterers and those who participate in all kinds of evil. Um, Because when evil is present, then there is heartache, there is broken relationships, sin destroys relationships. And so the same God who loves us so much, loves us enough to even allow us the consequences of our action when we sin, and even might speak harshly to us when we get wrapped up in lives of sin so that we will turn back towards the one who loves us so much, towards the one who is righteous and holy. 
Um, so today it's a, it's a tough reading. But let's remember that even in the harshest words of Scripture, from the prophets um, to this letter, that God is pushing us back towards a relationship. So God loves you enough to speak the truth to you, even sometimes when they are tough words to hear. And that's good news today. So thanks again for listening today. Hey, do us a favor and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or on Anchor or any of the other platforms. And go ahead and drop us a rating. I mean, if it helps Malcolm Gladwell out, it can surely help us out. Have a great day.